Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Following on from last week's sermon, we come to episode 5 of our seven-part series titled The Seven Letters. These are the seven letters to the seven churches in the book of the Revelation of Jesus. Let us think about an invitation. Let's say a wedding invitation. There is a difference between receiving an invitation and not responding and to receiving an invitation and actioning that invitation. For example, if you receive an invitation and do nothing, do not act upon it, do not accept it, then the invitation becomes null and void. It has no effect. All the benefits of that invitation do not take place. Yet if you receive an invitation and act upon it by saying yes, the invitation and all its benefits are activated. It is in the action of acceptance that the invitation becomes effective. The exact same situation occurs with the Gospel of Jesus. Especially in these end times, it is so important that we understand the difference between taking action on an invitation and not taking action on an invitation. To understand and remember that to activate the truth in one's life, we need to accept the invitation. Let us look into the letter to the church in Sardis and remember that when an invitation becomes effective, it is upon the action of acceptance. Revelation chapter 3, verse 1 And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works that you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Jesus gives us a clue as to what the subject of this letter is in the way he reveals himself. He is the one who has the seven spirits of God. This is symbolic of the seven aspects of the Holy Spirit, which according to Old Testament prophecy rests on the shoulders of the Anointed One the Saviour of the world. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 2. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So the seven aspects of the Holy Spirit, according to Isaiah 11, number one is the Spirit of the Lord. Number two, of wisdom. Number three, of understanding. Number four, of counsel. Number five, of might. Number six, of knowledge. 
and number seven of fear or reverence of the Lord. The writer John links together Jesus the Anointed One and the Holy Spirit, who is the one who leads us into all truth and testifies of Jesus. In addition to the seven aspects of the Holy Spirit, Jesus is holding seven stars. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 20, we are told that these stars represent seven angels or messengers of the seven churches. Angels are an end times literary device to link everything together. The focus is not on the angels, as this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. The writer is revealing the close relationship between Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the messengers of God, that is, the Church. The Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus and affirms those who are His. Those who are His have acted upon the invitation and received Jesus as Lord and Saviour. As a result, the Holy Spirit dwells within. The difference with this letter to the church in Sardis and previous letters is the order in which Jesus brings encouragement and correction. This letter he has reversed the order and brings correction before encouragement. It is also interesting to note that with this church, there is no mention of suffering, any outside pressures from the world, nor are there any false teaching or worldliness. In fact, from the outward appearance, it seems that this church is alive. But Jesus reveals this is a deception an illusion of life and death consequences. Let us remember the subject of this letter is the Holy Spirit's witness of Jesus and the oneness with Jesus. Jesus states, I know your works, that you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. The Spirit gives life. Therefore, there are those in the church who do not have his Spirit, have not received Jesus, have not activated his invitation. Jesus is saying there are those who are not saved, yet they are giving the appearance that they are alive, destined for eternal life. Yet they are dead and destined for eternal death unless they change their mind and activate Jesus' invitation. Revelation chapter 3, verse 2 Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain. They are ready to die, but I have not found your works perfect before God. Jesus urges the church to be watchful. Give strict attention to this matter of salvation and identity. Those who have yet to receive him are destined for eternal death, are of great concern to Jesus, and they should be a great concern to his church. He says, strengthen what remains. That is the truth about him. He says, be diligent to make it clear and plain that the only pathway to salvation 
is to activate Jesus' invitation, say yes to him and give total allegiance to him. Jesus continues in Revelation chapter 3, verse 3. Remember therefore how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. Remember what they experienced and heard. It is clear from Jesus' words that they have received and heard the truth. They have experienced Jesus and the Holy Spirit, but there are those amongst them who have not activated the invitation to commit to him, to receive him as their Lord, their Saviour, their God. If they receive him, they receive his Spirit, become one with him and receive his life everlasting. They will be truly alive, if only they'd receive him. This is the same situation that Jesus was referring to with the parable of the kingdom of God that is likened to the wedding. Turn with me to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. And we will go through a verse or two at a time. Verse 1 Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins, who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Ten in the Bible is often symbolic of humanity, that is both male and female. All ten went out with their lamps to meet the bridegroom. And the bridegroom in this parable is Jesus. Verses 2 to 3. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Lamps without oil will not shine. They will not shine light. Just as a person who does not receive Jesus does not have his light and does not walk in his light. The oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit who dwells within when we receive Jesus. He dwells around and upon and within. Jesus' sacrifice of himself and his spirit is a free gift. Everyone has an open invitation, but unless we accept that invitation, unless we take it, activate it by receiving him and his spirit, we are as the foolish virgins. Jesus is the light of the world, the divine light, and as such he is the Lord of every individual's destiny. Verse 4 But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. So everyone slumbered and slept, both the wise and the foolish. Yes, Jesus is coming back, but no one knows the hour other than God the Father. But first, all must have received the invitation. 
Jesus' perceived delay is a result of God's great love. He's waiting for all those who will come to him and receive him, to activate the invitation. Then when all have been invited and all who will come to him will come to him, he will return. Verses 5 to 6 And at a midnight a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. All trimmed their lamps. This means prepare the rope or the wick so that the light will burn its brightest, so it will be a pure light without smoke. So all the virgins trimmed their lamps, yet five were his and five were not. Five had his spirit, five did not. That is, five were wise and five were foolish. Verse 8 And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. There is only one source of God's Spirit, and that is from the Father through Jesus, his Son. We cannot get him from another. We can only receive him directly from God. Verse 9 to 10. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. So the five foolish had not activated the invitation to receive and believe on Jesus. Jesus' response makes this very clear to them. They are not his. They chose not to receive him. As a result, he will expose their choice, and in fact he does not know them. He does not identify with them, and they are rejected because they rejected him. Verses 11 to 12 Afterward the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Jesus turns to the first hearers and declares in verse 13, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. To watch is to be in a state of readiness. Discern the times. Receive and believe on him. Be strengthened in the truth and encourage those who have heard to act upon his invitation to believe and receive. Jesus is urging us to give urgent attention to this matter. Now is the time for the church to arise and shine. Take possession of our inheritance, in his name, by his Spirit, to the glory of our Father.
Notice all ten virgins knew of the bridegroom. All ten knew of the wedding. Yet only five responded to the invitation to be one with the bridegroom. In the words we use today, only five of the ten received Jesus as their Saviour and King. Only five were saved, had his spirit, and their names were written in the book of life. These are the five virgins who are wise. They had the oil, sealed with his Holy Spirit, living in his faithfulness, his light shining forth into the midnight hour. They had given their full attention to his invitation and acted upon it, saying, Yes, Lord, yes. They acted upon the invitation. They took it and received all the benefits attached to it. They went with the bridegroom into the wedding feast and everlasting life. These five virgins are those in the Sardis church who had not defiled their garments. As they received Jesus, they were walking with Jesus, being transformed by his Spirit, declared holy and blameless before God. Revelation chapter 3, verses 4 to 5. You have a few names even in Sardis who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Jesus is saying to those who believed and receive him that their names will never be blotted out of the book of life as we have his spirit and his spirit gives life eternal. We are living in the promise of his return. Those who have not received Jesus, have not received his spirit, are dead. Their names are not in the book of life. They are like the five foolish virgins who have no oil. They have received and heard the truth, but did not become doers of the word by believing and receiving Jesus as their Saviour and King. They did not act upon the invitation, receiving Jesus. Upon hearing the truth, they must respond, Yes, Jesus, yes. Jesus in his love, compassion and mercy urges them. Remember what you have heard. Act on that truth and change your mind. Receive me as your Saviour and King. Receive me, receive my Spirit, and I will confess your name before all in heaven that you are mine, and I am yours. This is the promise to all who receive him. Jesus will confess his name or her name before his Father in heaven and before all the angels. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.